Welcome to Garbage and Gold. The podcast that is quantifiably quarrelsome, quasi-qualified, and quintessentially quirky. Oh, you got it! I'm Lisa. (laughs) I am Lindsay. Each week we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode and the week before that, too. (laughs) Yeah. All the poll results. All of them. All of them. We need them. All right, Lisa, we have two poll results in. (laughs) We do. We do. do. So um, welcome back from your deathbed. Thanks. Yep. Uh, Yep. You're welcome, everybody. I sound a little more masculine this week, so Mm -hmm. you're welcome. (laughs) And so we have two poll results to to get to because uh, we did Super Bowl two weeks ago, and then last week we re-released 90s Uh music. Yes. We we sure did. So Uh the poll results for the Super Bowl. Yes. In the Garbage Showdown. Between okay. my garbage of the game itself uh-huh. and your garbage of the NFL and s- specifically Roger Goodell, uh-huh. you do win. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's awful. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yes. In the gold showdown between my gold of the food you get to eat at the Super Bowl and your uh-huh. gold of the commercials... I yeah. do win, but barely. Oh. Yeah, I do win. Okay. Yes. Okay. So those are right. our Super Bowl, our Super Bowl okay. results. Um, before we get to the poll results from the '90s, I'm just going to throw in my listener comment from uh, Super Bowl. I have from at Dicera, Roger Goodell is awful. So hashtag Lisa Garbage and hashtag Lindsay Gold. Because commercials come and go, but snacks are forever. And that is the most inspirational thing I've ever seen in my life. And then she wrote, hashtag all the dips, hashtag can't stop, won't stop. So, I mean, a girl after our own heart. Snacks are forever. All right. Are you ready (laughs) for the poll results? I would also like to just go on record that I told Lisa before we started recording that I did not find listener comments this week specifically because there was so much counting, you guys. There's so much counting. And it was a lot. Okay. It's like the Iowa caucus, but harder. Yes, Lindsay, I would love to hear mm, what you? your, how many, oh God, how many weeks is it? 50, 53 weeks, uh, 53 week long tantrum has yielded new results. Let's hear it. <clears throat> 55 weeks. It was episode three. <laughs> this is episode 59. Okay. So, yep. And so that one was technically 58. So 55 weeks okay. between releases of that episode. Okay. Yep. 55 weeks of, of tantruming. Got it. Yep. Okay. Um, or standing up for justice. We haven't decided yet. Okay. In the uh, garbage have, showdown. Yeah. Are you done? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> what if we just fought this whole episode? Which, depending on how these poll results go, we might. <laughs> and it's all recap, and then it's like, well, we're out of time, so uh, appetizer's mad, great. So we're all just right. going to hang up. <laughs> we're just 
gonna hang up. Okay, go. I'm ready. I'm okay. ready and I'll shut up. In the garbage showdown between my garbage of boy bands, teeny yeah. bopper. Yeah. You know. Um yes. and your garbage of EDM. Uh-huh. Electronic dance music, as you explained Correct. it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I do win. Okay. Did you win the yes. first time? I don't remember. So and then, okay. Yeah. In the gold showdown. Uh-huh. Between my gold choice of grunge mm-hmm. and your gold choice of punk slash ska. Mm-hmm. I do win. I assumed so because otherwise you would not be here, I think. <laughs> Sorry, I would have quit the podcast. It was real close. Was um, it? It was actually. Well, because nice. um, okay. I I love our listeners. <laughs> I really do. But just this disclaimer to start it off makes me feel real good. Okay. So, but but I did I did um try to nip the cheating in the bud. Oh, thank again, you. because I care about the integrity of the podcast because one of us I has do appreciate to, that. and it's me. Um, <laughs> and so, if they voted on Instagram and on Twitter, they only got counted once. Oh, that was nice of you. You're welcome. That was nice. And Very thank good. you, everyone, because yeah. now the ghost of Kurt Cobain will no longer be standing at the foot <laughs> of my bed <sighs> in the middle of the night. Haunting me because I didn't win. So so yeah. now what I need to do is I need to think of an episode that I'm bitter about losing and mm-hmm. be mad about it for the next 55 episodes. And then when you are super sick, we release it. Yeah. But good luck because has there been anything that has been as damaging to a psyche? I don't know. Losing. Well, I'm going to look now. <laughs> Back on track, let me get back <laughs> yeah. to my listener comment for the 90s music re-release. Okay. Uh, this is for Chris, a big chief on Twitter, said, Sorry you were both sick. Not sorry that facts haven't changed since last year. <laughs> and then he voted for you for garbage, voted for me for gold, and then hashtag punk ska life. So I just, mm. I appreciate that. And we did have quite a few people who voted the first time vote again. But, like, doubled down. We're like, right. yeah, I'm still doing it. So then the, yeah. like, the new listeners were able to kind of get their yes. opinions out there. But yes. Yeah, um, it just made me happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you, everyone, for um, yeah. being on the right side of history and voting for the correct <laughs> 90s music gold. Um, and just because I didn't pick listener comments doesn't mean I didn't read every single one and treasure them because they were beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved all the Kurt Cobain gifts that happened. And it was, was just, nice. it was a really special, it was a special week for me on Twitter. And I, I just want to say thank you. Oh, Is it complaining anyway. when people ask for a fair trial? Is it complaining? It Lisa? is because we already had one. Because we had one and the results were in. So you took it to the court of appeals is what happened. Okay, fine. Is it complaining when I when people take their case to the court of appeals? I mean, it is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying complaining no, isn't not. always justified. It is not. But I am saying it, it is, is complaining. Complaining, complaining does not always have a negative connotation. It doesn't always have a negative connotation. It feels like you're saying it has a negative connotation. <laughs> you're just mad because now you lost. 
Welcome to how this has gone for me for 55 weeks, <laughs> where it has felt terrible, and I've wished life would be different. Now it is time for us to get on to the show. Yeah. Our topic for this week. Yes. Is appetizers. Mm-hmm. So I bet that you have some information for us about appetizers that you would like to share. I do. And good news, everybody. We're back to Wikipedia, where we belong. <laughs> in the questionable difficult. dumpster of the internet. <laughs> we're back. We were bringing in real facts. I didn't know what to do with myself. Because it <laughs> felt like I couldn't dispute anything. <laughs> Don't worry. We're back in the crowdsourced fact-finding. That's, that's where I like it. <laughs> that's I where I feel most comfortable also. I don't need correct information. I just need the most no. people saying the same thing. <laughs> I just need like one person telling me a right. thing. <laughs> and other people and not need getting to the point where they could be like, I don't think that's right. Like they just haven't gotten there yet because it just got edited. Right. I'm good with that. Absolutely. Yes. So whew, Wikipedia research. Here we go. So appetizers, it redirects me to hors d'oeuvres and I'll get to why. So Hors d'oeuvres are like a starter or a small dish served before a meal in European cuisine. Some hors d'oeuvres are cold, others are hot. They can be served at the dinner table as part of the meal, or they're before seating, like at a reception or a cocktail party, whatever. And back in the day, they could also be served between courses. So typically, uh, an hors d'oeuvre is smaller than a main dish, and it's designed to be eaten by hand. So something you can, mm. like a finger food realm type deal. Okay, so now we're going to get to how it became appetizers. In the United States, the custom appears to have come from California, where a foreign saloon owner, this is where we're in Wikipedia research, friends, <laughs> a foreign saloon owner may, ha may have, may have, put out <laughs> trays of simple hors d'oeuvres to serve his customers. This tradition soon became the five-cent beer and free lunch in early America before prohibition ended the custom. This feels I cannot, so not, that feels like a Looney Tunes yeah. cartoon. Like it doesn't even it feel feels, like real information. Yes. Yes. It feels like I'm playing the game Balderdash and someone <laughs> is asking me, where did appetizers come from? Mm -hmm. And I have just pulled that out. Mm -hmm. Like I just, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a saloon owner, a foreign saloon owner <laughs> to like really try to sell it. Yeah. You like add adjectives in there. Yeah. Is, is five cent beer. Card? Well, they put five cents, so that seems factual. So I better, yeah, that sounds right. It's like, so ugh. do you think the man was foreign or the saloon was foreign? It's unclear in that statement. You know what? You are correct. I am not sure. I wonder what a foreign saloon looks like. Does it only sell um, alcohol from other places? <laughs> it was like <laughs> it a only sells micro like brew. <laughs> yeah. At least it was like Russian vodka and sake and 
So I, I, of course, that is where our, <laughs> where appetizers started. Clearly, clearly. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the U.S., when we refer to appetizers, we're referring to anything served before a meal is is typically what we're referring to there. Or um, because light snacks outside of that context of a meal are called hors d'oeuvres, according oh. to this Wikipedia article. So anyway, that- so and for our pro- for our purposes, we're talking about like snacky foods before a meal. Yeah. yeah. So okay. like a pizza before tacos. The pizza <laughs> is the appetizer. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, hello. <laughs> That's my plans for the weekend. I'm with it. Okay. That sounds amazing. Tell me something that doesn't sound amazing. What is your garbage appetizer? Okay. So this one is going to be controversial. Oh, I love it. I know. My honorable mention is stuffed mushrooms. Okay. Because I'm not a huge mushroom eater anyway, and like okay. a bad stuffed mushroom is slimy yeah. and gross. Yes, yeah. And I you have to eat them real fresh, otherwise yeah. the, the the window it's kind of like a ripe avocado. The window is about 14 seconds for you to yes. eat this thing. That'd be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like as I was looking at the list of appetizers, like there are so many appetizers that if done wrong are real bad. Correct. Like there are very few that you're like doesn't matter. It's still a home run always. Yes, that is foreshadowing my, for mine also. Mm-hmm. So my garbage appetizer is shrimp cocktail. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, okay. I well, hate I mean, seafood. I, like, I think it's a perfect yeah. garbage. I'm so on board with this. I had yeah. not even considered it. Go on so I can hate it with you. Okay. Excellent. So shrimp cocktail was... Um, is also known as prawn cocktails, and that originated, they believe, in Great Britain. They were the most popular appetizer in Great Britain and the U.S. from the 60s until the late 1980s. So it is a shrimp uh-huh. peeled yep. and cooked in cocktail sauce. Oh, okay. That like for like a minute and a half, then uh-huh. is like put on ice and cooled off so the cooking process stops. Uh-huh. And then they're often served on a glass with mm-hmm. more cocktail sauce in the middle. So you can dip your shrimp. Yeah. In. Got so it. there's it's it's not a complicated recipe for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like no. not at all. Like you can buy cocktail sauce. I think you can even buy like shrimp cocktail like ready to go. That it's like already oh. cooked. And okay. so you can just eat it. I don't know. Mm. Um, okay. So the first thing is, the first reason why that this thing is garbage is it is shellfish. And shrimp look like bugs. They look like bugs to people. I don't know why you like to eat them. They look gross. Yep. Yep. Um, and when you peel a shrimp, do you, do you know? And you probably don't because you don't eat shellfish. You have to make sure that you get the poop line out. The vein. Yeah, you got to de-vein The vein it. out the back yeah. so that you I don't eat shrimp poop. Which, yeah. gross. Yeah. Gross. Never want that to be yeah. an option in yeah. my food ever. Um, so it looks like a bug. The other reason why it's trash is while it is cooked, it is served cold. Yeah. So it is cooked but cold and slimy. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just don't do cold and slimy. I don't do slimy ever, obviously, by my <laughs> hatred of, of bad of mushrooms. Shrooms. Yeah. But I just huh. – cold and slimy and – you know, who's double dipping in the cocktail sauce and like, 
At what point do you, the little tail things at the end, you have to get rid of? Like, where does that go? Like, I have a lot of questions about that. Because you can't eat the whole thing. The bottom has to go somewhere. Where do you put that? Just, yeah. you just like put it in the plant in a party as you're like mingling. Yeah. You're like, duh, 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 and then it's like stuck you in. You just kind of like casually like, like drop it on the floor a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The third reason, and this is, this is a big one. If shrimp cocktail is done badly, this is food poisoning waiting to happen. Absolutely. If you do not keep that shrimp at the right temperature, if you right. do not keep it on ice and you eat a bad shrimp, you are donezo. That yeah. party ends real fast. Yes. It is it is a risk. It is a risky appetizer for sure. It is. It is. Yes. High risk, low reward. What are we mm-hmm. doing here? Once you've had food poisoning in your life, you look at food yep. differently. Yes. And so you yeah. start to you start to weigh the pros and cons. And yeah. I don't know how the pros of a shrimp cocktail outweigh the cons on this. But yeah, so that's my garbage. Right. Shrimp cocktail. Sorry, the nineteen sixties to the late eighties. Not a fan. There are Glad still just a lot of people it. that like shrimp, shrimp cocktail, shrimp, whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Yeah. But aye. not it's a good one. So, it's do good you have a garbage, maybe some honorable mention garbages? I do. Um, one of my honorable mention for garbage is a cheese ball, which seems like should be at my alley because I really like cheese. But I just feel like... There's something real off-putting about a huge sphere of cheese covered in nuts that people are just kind of picking at over mm. a long period of time. I think right. visually that's not a thing that I'm super down with. Um, I want, if I'm going to eat cheese in an appetizer, I want it to be gooey. I want it to be melted. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be this this crumbly whatever is happening here. Yeah. The other garbage, this is going to be a little controversial, but are the charcuterie boards... Oh my gosh, I love a charcuterie board. Yep. Well, it's just like a Lunchable. (laughs) Yeah, but it's grown up and it's delicious. You don't (sighs) like cheese and crackers and meat? Then that's a meal. Now we're not appetizer world anymore. That is my meal. Well, I mean, yes. Do I sometimes eat a charcuterie board for a meal? Yes. Yes. but, Yes. But it is the safe choice, Lisa, when you don't know what else is on the appetizer table. You can always go to a charcuterie board. Mm, that we disagree. It on. just feels it feels bougie and like too hoity-toity for me. Um, mm, finally, well, maybe that's why I like them. Maybe, and that's why I'm just like, where's the lunchable? That's fine. Um, the last honorable mention I have for garbage are vegetable trays because it's lazy and go home with that. And a hundred percent, if you ask me to bring an appetizer, that's what I'm bringing because lazy. <laughs> I can pick that up at the store on my way to your house. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, God. Anyway, okay. But my my garbage, my the choice that I am going for for our deliberation. And again, it's not based on taste, but it's based on a lot of the things that you brought up. So I'm glad that you did. Deviled eggs. Yes. So I do have a little background on deviled eggs and where they came from. This is from history.com. So it's real research again. Although they weren't prepared the same way, the roots of modern-day deviled eggs can be traced back to ancient Rome, where eggs were boiled and then they seasoned them with spices and whatever, and they were usually a first course uh, for wealthy patricians, so they were actually even served as appetizers for that. 
By the 15th century, stuffed eggs made their way across much of Europe. I don't really <laughs> okay, love the term stuffed name. egg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't love that. I don't love that term. Yep. Okay. So, and then they, there were varieties of how they could be served, like savory. They even had sweet ones, which gross. Okay. The first known printed mention of devil as a culinary term appeared in Great Britain in 1786, and that is referring to dishes that use hot ingredients to make something something that was highly seasoned or broiled or fried spicy. So, And then it, it became a verb to describe the process of making food spicy. And then in 1896... Fanny Farmer's Boston Cooking School cookbook, of which I am 1,000% looking for a legit copy of this, and I'm not joking, was one of the earliest to suggest the use of mayonnaise as a binder for the filling. However, Oh, let's despite- not use the word binder when we talk about food. <laughs> despite the fact that mayonnaise began to be distributed commercially in the U.S., until in 1907, it was not commonly featured in deviled egg recipes in the 40s. So, okay. So look at the timeline with me. Put on your tinfoil hat. Fanny, 1896, is using mayonnaise. It's not commercially distributed until 1907. Where is she getting her black market bootleg mayonnaise for She's her eggs? making it at her house? Because you can make Do mayo? you churn it? Do you churn no. it? No. It's How do like you make from- mayo? I don't know. It's I know it's egg whites. Yeah. You you make it. Here. Could I'm you Google imagine? Right okay. Okay. Could you imagine making mayonnaise out of eggs to put back into an egg it and is, then to eat it? It is egg yolk, lemon juice, vinegar, mustard, and half a teaspoon salt. Had, and then you whisk? just whisk it. And then you keep adding oil until it like comes together. Until it looks like mayonnaise. Gross. Okay. So the classic version of deviled eggs is now widely considered to include a mix of mayonnaise, mustard, and paprika, but professional chefs and home cooks have experimented with numerous variations, including pickles, dill, bacon, crab meat, sriracha, kimchi, wasabi, and caviar, and blah, 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 blah. So here's why deviled eggs are a garbage appetizer. They can be really, really good. I personally love a deviled egg. However, if I do not personally know the person making them, I am not going to put that in my mouth because yeah. there are so many things at risk there. First of all, it could taste bad. Another part of them being garbage is I don't know how to eat them in public really. I don't I don't mm. really like to I I want to eat a deviled egg alone in my shame. Like I don't want someone to watch me eat a deviled egg because I feel like you have to take two bites, but it's a very awkward thing to hold. Do you eat the skinny part or the fat part first? There's a lot of questions here. Anyway, and imagine taking a bite of a deviled egg and then not liking it. And then there's the other half in your hand that you're going to have to eat. You have to eat the other half of this because they're going to know that you hate it. That is a problem. Also, they need to be kept cold. And at a party with appetizers, you can't really do that. So they just kind of get room temperature. And that's problematic. Mm -hmm. So even if I know and trust you as someone in my life that I would say, I will eat a deviled egg that you have made. I need to probably see it come out of the refrigerator before I put it in my mouth. Because there's, again, a lot of risks here that we are dealing with. And again, finally, it's just, they're just awkward to eat. Again, if I'm going to eat it, I'm going to do it like in the privacy of like a tent of shame or something. I don't Mm. want somebody else to watch me eat that. I would rather eat chicken wings in front of people than eat a deviled egg in front of people. 
Yeah. I do not know that I'd go that far. My issue with deviled eggs is sometimes when you look at them, the egg yolk is gray. Um, and not the egg yolk, sorry. The problem. egg white is gray. Sometimes oh, okay. Gotcha. Gray, but like sometimes the white is just slightly gray around the edges and that weirds me yep. out. And also like yes. if, because you are correct, you can't, I mean, you could eat a deviled egg in one bite. Like you could just jam it all in there. But like, yeah, I don't eat these because I don't, I'm not, again, slimy. I don't like slimy. Um, oh, sure. But like, so there's the filling part, which I'm assuming is like the best part. The yes. mayo binding yeah. thing. Uh-huh. But so often when with deviled eggs, that is on one end. And so it's like you're yeah. eating like you have to eat yep. this egg white that has nothing yes. on it. That is just there. Right. Right. So do you eat the good yeah. part first and then yeah. you have more structurally sound other half, but right. tasteless? Or do you right. flip it around so you eat the tasteless part first to save the best right. part? But then often the wall of the egg white that's holding in the filling is not structurally yeah. sound enough to keep right. the integrity of the egg. I just feel like everything about them is awkward. I'm nervous the whole time. I don't know how to eat it very well in public. And I'm just, I'm afraid of the food poisoning factor too because it's egg and there's like, deviled eggs can be so delicious they can be the most delicious thing on the planet if i know who's made them and if they are right out of the refrigerator and if i can eat them in the privacy of my own shame then i'm interested however as an appetizer appetizers are usually in groups of people and Mm -hmm. it's like a party or something where they're going to be out for a little bit no you're gonna please don't have Mm -hmm. a deviled egg that has been sitting out for more than a minute please Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah <sighs> okay, no more gross food. Let's talk about the best, the best, okay. the goldest, the goldest of gold appetizer, Lindsay, okay. and your honorable mentions. So I did. I don't eat appetizers. Like if I'm eating a meal, I don't eat. I don't get appetizers. Like ever. Oh god. Okay. Like I, it feels yeah, like a no, waste of me. calories. Like I'd rather eat the mm. meal meal. It is for but- sure. It is a waste of calories. Yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah, i'm still doing and. it but yeah uh-huh uh-huh yeah yep <laughs> but there are many times where i will eat enough appetizers that they are the meal that's fair so i have some honorable mentions of appetizers bruschetta yes. i love a little piece of toast with some tomatoes and olive oil and yummy 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 um stuffed jalapeno poppers those, those are, are also so delicious yes yes um we uh, talked about this for the Super Bowl part, for the Super Bowl, um, episode. So I did not, I did not bring it up again, but buffalo chicken dip. Absolutely. Is real yummy. And then I love a mini quiche. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But my gold appetizer is spinach artichoke dip. That's a good one. I was really hoping you were going to say pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said pizza. <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick between spinach artichoke dip and pizza, I would pick pizza. <laughs> what if you could have spinach artichoke dip pizza? Ooh. What if I could have pizza rolls? Oh, my gosh. What? There is nothing more white trash than me being like, maybe pizza rolls are my goal to appetizer. <laughs> dip in the spinach artichoke dip. No, you dip them in ranch, but I could arrange them around a oh. around a cup, just like the shrimp cocktail. I'll just cut little <laughs> slits into them so then they don't burn my mouth so bad and put them all along the edge. And then there's ranch in the middle. And then I just take a pizza roll and I dip love it. it in. 
That's amazing. Oh, I regret yes. a lot of things, folks. But I didn't Missed do research on pizza rolls. And I don't have any other... I don't have reasoning. So we're going to go with my original spinach artichoke yes. dip. Spinach artichoke dip became popular in the 1950s when in the United States there was a um increasing number of people who were eating in front of the television which is oh. not good for you and it ruins families so think about that before you make spinach artichoke dip to eat in front of your television but there are a few reasons why i think that spinach artichoke dip is the best appetizer okay um first the main ingredients in this dip are artichokes spinach and cheese yes so it's gooey it's salty it's garlicky it's hot So, like, it has all of these wonderful things. And, like, I don't eat cooked spinach by itself, but you put some artichokes and some cheese in that, and I'm going to eat it, and it's going to be fine. The second reason why I think it's gold is it can be eaten with anything. You can eat it with tortilla chips. You can eat it with bread toast. You can eat it with pita chips. You can eat it with a spoon. You can eat it with your finger. You can eat it with vegetables. You can eat it with so many different things. You can eat it with pizza rolls. It is such a versatile dip. Um. Number three, you don't need fancy ingredients. So if you are super bougie and you want to buy an artichoke and try to prepare all of the artichoke parts and stuff like that, but just buy it in a can. Like you can buy the cheapest version of all of these foods, put them together, and they are going to be delicious. Mm -hmm. Number four, it feels fancy. Artichokes? It does. Artichokes are fancy, y'all. And so this is a fancy appetizer and it's delicious. So it's not just like, oh, look how fancy I am with my shrimp cocktail and it tastes like (laughs) trash. It's actually delicious and it's actually wonderful. And then fifth, this is my fifth reason and it is a really good one. Spinach, as you well know, is a superfood and so it is healthy. Boom. It is. There you go. (laughs) There you go. It is the healthiest of all appetizers because it has spinach in it. It has spinach, even healthier than a veggie tray, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do love me some spinach artichoke dip for sure, yeah. for sure. I do love, I mean, I love a cheese dip already, as I've previously stated. But the, yeah, the saltiness of the spinach, the garlic, because it's usually like a cream cheese mozzarella minimum or those yeah. cheeses. But sometimes it's like a fontina. There's other kinds in there. So there's, yeah, God, they're good. You can have it cold. I do prefer a hot spinach dip, though. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it is... Yeah, it is just yeah. good. So good. And it's good leftover. You can just have that forever. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so hungry for it. Thanks. Thanks so much for that, Lindsay. You're welcome. So, Lisa, <laughs> that was my gold appetizer. Yeah. What is uh-huh. your gold appetizer? Uh, I got some honorable mentions, obvi. Uh, honorable mention to mozzarella sticks. Yeah, I'm aware mm. it's just deep fried string cheese. Don't care. It's delicious. Yep. Pigs in a blanket. Also, oh super not classy, but my God, they're so good. Uh, I also just have all dips ever because I just really like dips. Chicken wings, anything cheese, and also meatballs. I really like appetizers, as previously Ooh, mentioned. I think so. cocktail sausages are also really good. Like, done yeah. right? Like, people who cook them in uh-huh. like, really good barbecue sauce. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or delicious. if they're, like, bacon-wrapped, sign mm. me up. Yes. So, yeah. okay. But my gold. The best of all of these. Uh, my gold is chips and queso. <laughs> oh. I, I, have I have thoughts, a lot of, though. I have do thoughts. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of strong feelings about chips and queso, and they're all good. So, I looked up 
the history of queso, where it came from, of chips and queso. And it brought me to a New Yorker article. It's probably the only time I've ever clicked on a New Yorker article in my life. Because it was the truth about Chipotle's queso and how bad it is. And if you have not had Chipotle's queso, we love Chipotle. We, uh, we love Chipotle. Chipotle sponsor us. Yeah, but not your queso. Because your queso tastes like wallpaper paste. And that it's is slightly gritty. yellow. It's so bad. It's so gritty. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, so that's where the, the origin of this article came from, is that she was so mad about how bad the Chipotle queso was that she explored further to find out the history of queso. So I respect all the things happening here. Okay. Unsurprisingly, the first published recipe was a Mexican recipe, and it was 1896, and it was called um, Chiles Verdes con Queso, and it was more chili than cheese-centric, so it was intended as a side dish as opposed to a dip. And then the dishes evolution probs had to do with the popularity of fondue and Welsh rabbit, which you probably know what this is, but it's a British dish also known as Welsh rarebit, which is melted cheese seasoned over toast, which, God, yes. So uh, in the U.S. in the 19th century and the 20th centuries, there are recipes starting to pop up called Mexican rarebit. So these things are starting to kind of overlap as as happens when, you know, cultures start to blend whatever. And then in 1914, they saw a recipe that's very close to what most we, most of us would consider chile con queso today, which had yellow American cheese, um, and then it had roasted Anaheim chilies, corn kernels, and Mexican lager. So, and then, of course, in 1943, Rotel tomatoes were born. And a few years later, Rotel had an ad featuring a recipe for making chili con queso with American cheese or a processed cheese such as Velveeta. So that's another very popular queso is the Velveeta and Rotel's just... Can I tell you, I had Velveeta and Rotel recently. I was just like, I'm just in the Uh mood for queso. And so I did that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Not as good as I remember. It was gross. (laughs) What? I didn't eat it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's even worse. I know. I I had to throw away a whole thing of Velveeta and Rotel because it was gross. So anyway, and then there's they keep going on to talk about how there's different kinds of cheese you can use in queso. There's different kinds of queso. You can have quirky quesos, quote unquote, include um, a couple of vegan recipes, which use raw cashews and vegan cheese, which, okay. Uh, an Indian queso, which is coconut flakes, cumin, and ground ginger, which sounds amazing. And then there's a Greek queso from a Houston restaurant that has uh, sheep's milk, cheese, and pita. And my God, that sounds amazing. So... Mm. Um, I want to say it's impossible to go wrong with melted cheese and spices. But again, we know Chipotle proved us wrong. Yeah. Somehow they proved us wrong with that. But the thing I love about chips and queso, besides the fact that it tastes delicious, is it can be as budget and basic as Rotel's and Velveeta. But then you can go like full on like high end, like caramelized onion and manchego. Or my personal favorite is chorizo queso, which is like the um usually the cojita cheese with... uh chorizo in it or there's a bacon smoked gouda queso fundido which is like melted cheese and some spice and it's just oh my god if you get a cheese and you get some spice and you get some meat and i put some chips in it i am happy it's easy it's classic you can share it you don't have to share it you can dress it up you can dress it down 
if people are lactose intolerant, they can just eat the chips. And if people don't like tortilla chips, they don't need to be in your life anyway. So, <laughs> um, And so my thoughts about chips and queso are really just, it can be super hit or miss. Like, And sometimes the cheese is like radioactive orange and gross and not good. So like good queso ruins you for all other quesos. So that's my it is only true. thing of like, oh, it is queso true. is so good. But if you yeah. have really good queso, then you'll never go back to cheap dime store. Dime store? I, yeah. My 85 years old. <laughs> back when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> but we like, wore onions on our belt. <laughs> that's right. Like, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was good. Um, but like, the, like, you can get the really gross, like, old Dutch overprocessed yeah. chip like, okay. queso. Yeah, I do bad. not love queso out of a jar. Yeah. I will clarify that. Yes. Um, have I eaten it? Yes. Have I respected myself? No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, chips and queso. It's a classic. It's delicious. Dress it up. Dress it down. I'm going to eat it no matter what. Mm. I classic. am not, but it is a very <laughs> good gold. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Okay. All right, Lindsay. So... Hit us with the recap of our appetizers and tell our listeners how they can vote for us this week. You guys can go and vote for our garbage choices. My garbage choice of a shrimp cocktail and Lisa's garbage <laughs> choice of a deviled egg using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices. My gold choice of spinach artichoke dip and Lisa's gold choice of chips and queso using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Why were you laughing at me? I I wasn't totally laughing. I was trying to keep my fr- I was trying to keep myself from sneezing. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> I was I'm looking at the you. bridge of my nose. I'm no, looking at I was you as I'm talking, and you're like making faces at me. And I thought you were no. Laughing okay, at me. I was laughing at the shrimp cocktail because I just keep forgetting that like that's a thing and how gross it is. <laughs> that's where I started laughing, but oh, okay. then I got it back together, and then I was just pinching my nose so I wouldn't sneeze. Okay, <laughs> that's what that was. Great. Uh, please do that because we love to hear what you guys think. And we like chatting with you about your choices. Get up on our feeds and tell us all of your feels. We will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode. Or Lisa will share comments and I won't because there was so much <laughs> counting. So much counting. <laughs> if you haven't already done so, if you could go on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe, we would really appreciate it. And if you want more of us, our Patreon is still going. Patreon.com slash GarbageGoldPod, where we have Director's Cut, we have bonus episodes, we have a bunch of cool stuff over there for either $2 or $5 a month. And we would love it if you would tell your friends about us, especially mm-hmm. if you have friends who like appetizers, you should tell them all about this episode and yeah. tell them how we don't like the shrimps. So oh, there you go. God. Join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of current women's fashion. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Mm-hmm. I know nothing my about garbage? women's fashion, Done. but I know one thing. I, oh my gosh. Done I don't already. know what the garbage. I don't know what the garbage is, but oh, I know, I like, oh, know okay. what the garbage is. I wear literally almost the same thing every day. Like not the same clothes, but very much the same aesthetic. Like every day, so I'm really Lisa. gonna have to search into what fashion is. And current women's fashion is not just what you are wearing. <sighs> I know. Like at the moment. 
So we are going to look up some fashion trends and we are going to garbage and gold them. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. (laughs) Say bye. (laughs) 